Good morning. It's okay. It's okay. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Yeah, because he's worthy. He's worthy. Yes, he is. He didn't have to do it, but thank God he did. He allowed us to see this, the fifth Sunday of this Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and we can be thankful. We welcome those of you that are joining us by way of live streaming, and we do not apologize because we are the noisy bunch. And we are noisy because the Bible said, make a joyful noise unto the Lord all ye land. This is football season and yeah, we cheer. We cheer our football teams. Sometimes we win, sometimes we lose. But thank God in this game of life, nobody lose. Thank God through Jesus, if we accept Jesus Christ, we can shout now because the battle is already won and we all will survive and have eternal life for accepting Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Lord God, we thank you now. Father, we thank you because you've been mighty good to us. Lord, you have blessed us. You've kept us. Father, you protected us from things we could see, and then you protected us from some things that we couldn't even see. And Lord God, for that we say thank you. Father, for those that desire to be in somebody's church, have mercy on them. But Lord, for us that are here, give us your spirit. Give us your Holy Spirit, so that everything we do here will be genuine that you will get the praise, that you will get the glory that you deserve. And Lord God, we won't try to take any credit for anything at all, for you are worthy. We thank you now, and we claim victory in the precious and matchless name of Jesus Christ, who is our Lord and our Savior. And all of the people of God said amen. Amen and amen. The choir is coming. All right, come on, put your hands together in here. God is worthy. He's worthy to be praised. Song simply says, hallelujah, you're worthy to be praised.
Hallelujah. This morning, the text comes from Mark 9:23. Jesus said unto him, If thou castest believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. And straightway, the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help thy mind unbelief. May these words bless the hearers and the doers of the word. Let us pray. Lord, thank you for allowing us together here today in your name, Lord. I pray that our ears are open and our hearts are open to believe. Our hearts are open to accept the love that you have for us and to create the love that you want us to spread. Lord, I pray for our city. I pray for our schools. I pray for our families. Lord, most of all, I pray for our spiritual family, Lord, that we become stronger. And the stronger we get, that we can spread the word. I thank you, Lord. Today is a thankful day. I pray that everyone in this building give thanks to you today when they leave. I ask these words in the Son Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Let's give God some praise. Okay, Chapel. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Um, you know, most of us have automatic clocks on our phones, and we don't deal with the building clocks too much. But just as a reminder, this is the last week of the time that we're in, and this coming Sunday, you need to set your clocks. And remember that we fall backwards. All right. So we don't want you to come early and then leave. All right. So thank you so much for doing that. Um, there is a special concert going to be here at Cade Chapel, and we want you to put that on your calendar for November 13th. November 13th at 3 p.m. You will be able to hear the Mississippi Symphony Orchestra and a special uh, concert that is to bring the music to the community. So will you put that in your calendar? And can I count on you being here on the 13th at 3 p.m.? Just say amen. amen. All right. Uh, we have launched a new website. Thank you. One person said, hallelujah. We want to stay in touch with you. And the best way to stay in touch is by website for so many of us. So in the back of your pew, look right in, the, in front of you. Uh, I want you to lift your cards. I want you to lift the cards. Let me see that you're lifting the cards because I don't want you to just lift the card for yourself. I want you to lift the card and take it to someone else too. All right? So the card has the code that you can use for our new website. And uh, we want you to check it out, scan the code with your phone number, and then see if you can get in there okay. If you cannot get in there okay, then uh, please call the office and let them know so that someone will be able to assist you. But would you also uh, take the card with you? and share it with another church member or your neighbor. Amen? Okay, that was slow. Amen? Amen. All right, thank you so much. 
Uh, we want to thank our health ministry uh, with all of those people that volunteered this morning during Sunday school with health ministry. Would you please stand for just a minute? Just, just stand up, all of those wonderful volunteers. Let's give them a hand, clap of praise. Thank you so much for leading the effort to vaccinate for the flu and for COVID today. And um, I was told by one of those great outstanding men of the church, Mr. Cheatham, to remind you men that you need to be vaccinated too. Amen? All right. Now, we are going to have a special event next Saturday, and I understand that Mrs. Yorin is coming to do special emphasis on next Saturday. Uh, that is November 5, right? And uh, as she comes, I want you, you know, I haven't seen anybody pull out their phones. Y'all pulling, oh, thank you. Y'all just got them down low. All right. Uh, pull that phone out, and you are going to be told now what to put on your calendar for November 5. Morning blessings, Kate Chapel. Kate Chapel Sunday School presents our annual fall festival on the lot. This year's theme is Reconnect with the Community. This will take place next Saturday. November 5th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. There will be food, games, music, face painting, and all-around fun. This event is just not for the children, but for the adults too. All are welcome. So that means bring somebody with you. We look forward to seeing you here at Cade. Face masks are required. Registration is also required. To get signed up, go to kchapel.org slash fallfestival. We look forward to seeing you next Saturday, November 5th, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Amen, amen. Isn't that wonderful? So I can put on my tennis shoes and come on out. All right. Um, Last Sunday, I, I told you it was two weeks and two days. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Voting. voting time. Active voting. Active voting. One week and two days. One week and two days. Uh, this morning, it was put in my spirit, as we were talking about our lesson coming out of 1 Samuel, it is important to pray. It is important to pray for the right leaders. And I'm going to ask you to join me this week. I'm going to be doing it at 12 noon. Let us pray that the hearts of the right persons would be selected. But now that also means you still need to study, and you need to come up with the ones that you know God is putting in your spirit are the right ones for us to elect. We can only have good leadership when we elect good people to do a good job. Amen? Amen. Good morning, Kay Chapel. It's that time of morning. It's time to give. And we give because, for one reason, we give to be obedient to God's word. The next thing we do is we give 
to help build the gospel here at Cave Chapel and around this city and around the world. Next, we give because it's important. And please, don't forget, let's not give grudgingly. Now, you can give, you can drop your gift off through the door in the back, or you can give on the K Chapel app. Regardless of how you give, give freely. And understand that you can't outgive God. Thank you. Thank you. 
have an opportunity to be blessed by you, Lord. And I pray that we give freely and have the feeling and understanding that what we give is not our own. Lord, we thank you for this. We thank you for the opportunity to show our love for you. And I pray that these blessings be used for the building of your kingdom. We ask his word in Son Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Can we just bless the Lord one time? We got any believers in the house this morning? Anybody taking the Lord at his word, whatever he said, we believe he shall perform. If he said it, I just believe it. I'm, I'm just foolish enough to believe that God will do whatever he said he would do. Oh, bless his holy name. If he said it, we believe it. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. What a mighty God we serve. What an awesome day this is to be in the house of prayer one more time as God is great and he is so greatly to be praised. Amen. Amen. Good to see each of you, my father's children. Every Sunday is a special Sunday, but this is especially special uh, because this Sunday we're going to dedicate a, a little one. Amen. 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 We're going to dedicate this little one, and we thank God for her parents. We thank God uh, for her life. Hey, look at that picture. Look at that. <laughs> Amen. You are looking at Olivia Rosemary Bell. Olivia Rosemary Bell. Amen. And we are privileged this morning to dedicate uh, Olivia in the presence of you all as witnesses and also dedicate her unto the Lord our God. We're going to ask if Justin and Alicia will come now, the parents of this beautiful child, if you will come now as we dedicate this child unto the Lord. Come on, let's say amen, church. Uh, for now, yes, if you'll face me for now. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. My God, my God. So here's what we know about children. Um, they're demanding. <laughs> uh, they want what they want when they want it. But they are all such a precious gift from God. We thank God for this gift that he has given to us and to you as father and mother of this precious one. We know that this act of dedication is as much for parents as it is for the child. For we believe that faith is a personal decision. Faith is something that each of us comes to at a special moment when Jesus becomes real in our heart and real in our lives. But until that time, we as parents and we as your brothers and sisters in Christ promise to do all that we can to nurture her in the admonition of the Lord and to make sure that Olivia gets a good foundation so that when Jesus comes knocking on her door, she will open and say, yes, Lord. Amen. 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 And so we, we pray for you as we pray for Olivia. I have a, just a few questions and a few statements I'll ask. And if you agree to these statements, I ask that you respond by saying we do. Okay. Do you now dedicate your child to the Lord who gave her to you, surrendering all worldly claims upon her life in the hope that she will belong wholly to God? Do you pledge that as parents, that with God's help, you will bring up Olivia in the discipline and instruction of the Lord, making every reasonable effort with patience and with love 
to build the word of God, the character of Christ, and the joy of the Lord in her heart. And do you promise God helping you to make it your regular prayer that by God's grace, this child will come to trust in Jesus Christ alone for the forgiveness of her sins and for the fulfillment of all his promises to her, even eternal life. And in this faith, follow Jesus as Lord and obey his teachings. Amen. As you continue to hold this child, let's ask that we pray for her now. Protect their family. Keep them in your care. Place your hedge of protection around them and over them that no weapon formed against them shall be able to prosper. Oh God, we pray now that every promise that you have ordained for Olivia will come to pass in Jesus' name. We claim every purpose for her life. We ask, oh God, that you guide her footsteps. Yeah even as feeble as they are right now, but that one day she will walk boldly and strongly in who you are in her life. Granted, O God, in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus, our Lord, our Savior, and our Christ, we pray it now. Amen and amen. God bless you. We bless you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Come on, church. Can we celebrate family right now? I say, I feel better. Amen. I feel better. Amen. Knowing that the Lord is blessing, still blessing family, still blessing the institution of marriage, still blessing husband. Y'all come on and talk to me if you can. Still blessing husband and wife. Amen. 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 And I encourage you. I encourage you. I'm going to say it and I'm going to say it and I'm going to mean it. And I ask that you receive it in the spirit that it said, do it God's way. Do it God's way. Amen. Receive that in the spirit that it's given. Do it God's way and let God do it his way. Amen. God bless you. God keep you. Good morning, K Chapel. You know, each Sunday morning at this time, you receive those who information on those who are in need of your prayers. Let me give you just a little bit of information about praying. You know, praying for others is not only a blessing for us to do, but it's also a vital part of living the Christian life. We are commanded to carry one another's burdens. One way we can do this is by praying for one another. 
Praying for others strengthens our relationship with the Lord. And as always, I ask you to continue to pray for all of the bereaved families. Sister Ann Winters lost her sister, Miss Judy Thompson. The service for Miss Thompson will be held today at 12 o'clock p.m. at Society Ridge Baptist Church at 3029 Greens Crossing Road here in Jackson. We have in rehab, Sister Wilma Jean Chaffee is in rehab in Canton, Mississippi. Deacon Cornelius Story is in the VA nursing home in Collins, Mississippi. And Brother Benny Larry is still in rehab here in Jackson. We have recovering at home, Representative Alice Clark, Sister Catherine Kilpatrick, Sister Gloria Greer, Brother Levi McBride, Brother Al Levy, Sister Sharon Turner Davis, and Brother Sammy Henderson. We also have asking for prayer is Brother Al Buchanan, Mr. R.T. Cage, the brother of Sister Maribel, who is also in rehab, and, and forgive me if I pronounce this incorrectly, Lavinis Clark, the granddaughter of Representative Alice Clark. And as I always say, pray when you can, visit where you can, and each day, what? Amen. choose to stand when all I want to do is give up. I choose to trust when my whole world is falling apart. I choose you, Jesus, cause I still believe through it all I still You've never given up on me. You've never given up on me. I choose to love when everything around me screams hate. I choose to heal. When I have walked through sorrow and pain, I choose your name. You're the only name that's worthy of praise. I choose you, Jesus, cause I still
that perhaps you've been given a reason not to. It suggests that perhaps things didn't turn out the way that you were hoping or planning or anticipating. But to be able to stand at the edge of disappointment and yet declare, I still believe. I still believe just because it didn't work out I still my God I still believe that's a word to live by and that's the second word in our series words to live by believe believe. Mark chapter 9, beginning with verse number 17, these words are recorded. And one of the multitude answered and said, Master, I have brought unto thee my son, 
which hath a dumb spirit. And wheresoever he taketh him, he teareth him, and he foameth and gnasheth with his teeth and pineth away. And I spake to thy disciples that they should cast him out, and they could not. He answered him and saith, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him unto me. They brought him unto him, and when he saw him straightway, the spirit tear him, and he fell on the ground and wallowed foaming. And he asked his father, How long is it ago since this came unto him? And he said, Of a child. And oftentimes it hath cast him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him. But if thou canst do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Jesus said unto him, if thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. Straightway the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help thou mine unbelief. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Believe. Believe. I want to invite you today to make the word believe a part of your life vocabulary. And here's why. Because in life you will be met by all kinds of situations, all kinds of issues, all kinds of problems, all kinds of decisions, and all kinds of people that will invite you not to believe. There are going to be things that will make you want to choose fear over faith, want, make you want to waddle in doubt over determination and live in worry rather than expecting to win. And when you choose fear over faith, when you choose doubt over determination and worry over winning, you limit yourself to less than what God has planned and purposed for you. Remember these words that Jesus spoke. He said, listen, I've come that you might have life and that more abundantly. Abundant life, abundant living. Jesus says, that's why I came. Yes, Jesus came that we might have eternal life. Yes, Jesus came that we might have everlasting life. Yes, Jesus came so that we might be saved, so that when we pass from this life on to eternity, we might live for him forevermore. But until that time comes, we have to live down here on earth. And the life that we live down here on earth ought to reflect our faith and resemble the faith that we have in our all-sufficient Savior. Our life down here ought to look like what we believe. It ought to reflect and resemble something of the faith that we profess and something of the Father whom we praise. In other words, there ought to be some evidence in your life of what your faith in God has produced. Hmm. Let me say it like this. You ought to be able to point to some things in your life and say of it, 
That's what faith formed. You see this right here? This is what hope did. You see this right here? This is what confession calls. This, this is what prayer produced. And this is what belief built. There ought to be some evidence of your faith that you can point to and say, faith did this. Even and especially when met with bad news and difficult circumstances. Listen to me because it's easy to believe when you are already winning. I'm going to preach in just a minute, but I'm going to teach for now. It's easy to believe when you are already winning. But you cannot stop believing because you got met with some bad news. You cannot stop believing because of a road bump. You cannot stop believing because of a bad day. You cannot stop believing because things that were going good suddenly started going left. You cannot stop believing because the thing that you were working on didn't turn out the way that you had expected. It's in those moments and in those times that belief matters most. Anybody can believe when everything is working out. Anybody can believe when money's in the bank. I wish y'all would talk to me in here. Anybody can believe when debts are canceled and when bills are paid and, and when you're on the rise and when everybody knows your name and everybody believes in you. But can you believe when nobody believes in you? Believe when... Things are not working out and believe when nothing is giving you a reason to believe. Can you believe when nobody else does? Can you believe when you don't have a reason to other than what's inside of you to do so? Because that's what it means to be a believer. See, see, here it is. We call ourselves believers and we use that term a whole lot in the body of Christ to identify ourselves as children of God and people of faith. But I think for a lot of us, we use that term without really fully embracing what it means and what it suggests. So here's some breaking news for y'all. Here it is. Are you ready? Here it is. To be a believer means you believe. Breaking news. I know, I know you. To be a believer means you believe. Wish I had a witness in here. And believing is not based upon your current situation. Believing is believing through some stuff. Believing is believing beyond some stuff. Believing is going on, not knowing how it's going to work out, but I believe. Quit calling yourself a believer if you don't believe. Wish I had a witness in here. Believers believe. Period. Believers believe what they believe at all times. Believer believe what they believe in all situations. Believers believe what they believe when confronted with any type of challenge. If you are a believer, that means that you believe what you believe when the report is not in your favor. You believe what you believe when you're looking at what doesn't make sense and it makes everybody else say it can't be done. You still believe when the evidence does not support it. You believe what you believe when the numbers don't add up. You believe what you believe when the statistics 
don't fall in your favor. You believe what you believe. When the naysayers are louder than the faith walkers, you yet believe what you believe. And that's what this text is about. Jesus is inviting this father, this man, as he is inviting us to believe. And y'all already know the story. This man, he brings his son to Jesus. Son is said to have what the father calls a dumb spirit. Another translation says that it was a demon that kept him from talking. It tied up his tongue and kept him from being able to speak. But not only did it keep him from talking, but the father says, listen, when it really gets bad, it causes him to convulse. And, and he... He wallows and he foams at the mouth and he even, he even inflicts self-harm upon himself. He, he falls into the fire and he falls into the water. This is my son. He's physically harming himself. This father watches his son struggle, watches his son suffer, watches his son fall victim to a devilish spirit. The record is that he'd already brought his son to his disciples. And the disciples were unable to change the situation. So the father brings the boy to Jesus. And when the boy is in front of Jesus, text says that the demon causes the boy to fall to the ground and go into convulsions. Jesus looks at him and asks the question, how long has this been going on? The father says, since he was a child. How long has this been going on? I, I like that question because it sets up what's about to happen. It's a question that un underscores the severity of the problem. It highlights just how difficult of a case this is. The father answers that his son has been this way since a child, which means we've been dealing with this most of our lives. And nothing and nobody has been able to help us. Nothing and nobody has been able to change this situation. Nothing and nobody has been able to solve this problem. And it is in this context of a long-standing problem that nothing and no one has been able to do anything about it that Jesus looks at this father and says to him, if you can believe, all things are possible. To him that believeth. If you can just believe, I don't care how long he's been like this. If you can believe, I don't care how long you've had to put up with this. If you can believe, it doesn't matter who hasn't been able to do anything about it before now. If you can believe, it's not important that he's having an episode right now in front of us. If you can just believe, all things are possible to him that believes, my brothers and sisters, this is what it means to believe. It is saying that no matter how bad it gets, how tough it is, how desperate it is, how challenging it is, how impossible it is, that I am a believer. I'm a believer in the almighty God. 
I'm a believer in the ability of my father. And as a believer, I believe that God will either fix it or fix me so that I can handle it. I believe that God will either change it or change me so that I can deal with it. I'm a believer and I believe that nothing is too hard for God. I'm a believer and I believe that my God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all I can ask, think, or imagine according to the power that's working in me. I'm a believer and I believe that with God, all things are possible. I'm a believer and I believe that my God is omniscient. He's omnipotent. He's omnipresent. I'm a believer. I believe that God is good. God loves me. He's with me and I'm with him. I believe that if God be for me, who shall be against me? I believe that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I believe that the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? I believe that no weapon formed against me shall be able to prosper. I believe because I'm a believer. I'm a believer. I'm a believer. That's all that Jesus is asking this man and asking us to do, to believe. To believe. You know what I find interesting, preachers? Is that of all the things that you might think that would have been necessary for this miracle to happen, that Jesus starts with and only offers the requirement to believe, I need somebody to hear that and receive that. Watch this. Jesus doesn't say, if you go to church, y'all ain't talking to me. He didn't say, you got to go read your scriptures. He didn't say, if you, if you give your tithes and your offerings. He didn't say, if you lift up your hands and lift up your head in the church and grab back and shout and turn around three times and reach up, grab it and claim it. He didn't say, if you dance until you lose your mind. He, he didn't say it. All he said was, believe. 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 Let's start with the basics. Believe. Let's start with your state of mind. Believe. Let's start with your perspective. Let's get your attitude and your disposition right regarding this situation. Do you believe that I can help you? Do you believe that if you put your faith and your trust in me that I can make this situation different? Do you believe that with me all things are possible? Jesus start where the issue really exists with belief. What's going on in your mind? What's happening in your heart? <sighs> See, here's how I know that the issue was with his belief. Because the father responds honestly. He says, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. Mm. In other words, I have a base level kind of faith. But this stretching kind of faith that, that is going to allow me to consider that a miracle is still possible, I'm going to need some help with that. believe that you are the son of God. I, believe, I got the base level, but, but this, this area where you're stretching me and pulling me and asking me to believe beyond everything that I know, everything that I see, everything that I understand, you're going to have to help me with that. 
help my unbelief. I believe that you can do it, but I'm not sure that you will. Help my unbelief. I believe that my son can be healed, but I don't know that he will be healed. Help my unbelief. I believe that there's a cure out there for him, but I'm not sure that we'll ever find it. Help my unbelief. I believe that miracles happen, but I don't know that you're in the miracle business on Tuesday. Help my unbelief. Ah. Help me where I'm struggling. Help me where I'm weak. Help me. Help me to believe beyond what I see. Help my unbelief. That part that just isn't sure of how things are going to end up. So three things and I'm through. If you're going to have this strong kind of belief in the Lord. First thing you got to understand. Strong belief begins with honest faith. That, that's what I just preached about. This father had honest faith. I believe. But it's some pockets of unbelief. I, I believe, but, but, but there are some parts of life that have hurt me. There are some seasons of life that God, you didn't show up the way I thought you would. So you're going to have to help. Wish I had some honest faith walkers in here. See, see, here's, here's what the church has messed up. We, we messed up and made folk believe that, that if you're walking by faith, you can't ever admit to your fear. If you're walking by faith, you can't ever acknowledge that there's some anxiety, there's some stress, there's some questions, there's some doubt. The devil is a lie. I've got some fears, I've got some questions, I've got some problems that I talk to the Lord about. I don't understand it all. I don't understand why things happen the way they do. And Lord, you're going to have to help me. And that's honest faith. And the only way you're going to get strong belief, you got to acknowledge some honest faith. Need you to understand this morning that having faith in God does not mean that you don't ever have questions or fears or moments of doubt. Peter was a believer. Believed so much that his faith allowed him to walk on water. But while he was out there, fear showed up. Faith and fear can coexist, y'all. Thomas, Thomas was one of Jesus' most faithful followers. He followed him everywhere. But Thomas said, except I see with my own eyes. There's some doubt. Even in Thomas's heart, the disciple. And, and so this tells me that as followers, as believers, there are moments when we have questions, moments when we have fears, moments when we have doubts. But God is big enough to handle our pockets of unbelief. God is strong enough to deal with your fears and your doubt. And here's how he deals with it, by insisting that we lean into him. If you can believe, Jesus says. So the question that the father posed, if you can do anything, have mercy on us, Jesus says that's not the question. The question is, do you believe? Do you believe that even though things that have gone on this long and gone this far, do you believe that I can yet interrupt it? 
Do you believe that as much as you've already spent seeking treatment, that I have something that is beyond medicine can provide? Do you believe that the tears that you've shed over your son have not been shed in vain? Do you believe, do you believe, do you believe that I have a plan and a purpose for your son even though you don't see it right now? Do you believe, do you believe, do you believe, do you believe? It's in that plea for help. Is in the space of acknowledgement that God does his best work. For Paul says it like this. It's in our weakness that his strength is made perfect. It's when we can admit, Lord, I have a problem here. I struggle here. I need help here. That God says my strength is made perfect right there. Second thing, something that we should consider. Strong belief, y'all gives God room to be God. Strong belief gives God room to be God. Listen to me. This is going to bless somebody. If you can believe all things are possible to him that believeth. You say, Reverend, I heard that already. How's that going to bless me? Because you missed it. We always miss it. All things are possible to him that believe it. See, you missed it again. I'll say it one more time. Here it is. All things are possible to him that believe it. Jesus did not say that all things will happen just as you hope. He said all things are possible. He did not say all things will be just as you prayed. He said it's possible. He said it's possible. He, he didn't say that all things will come to pass just like you envisioned it. See how you missing it? He said it's possible. This is where we get messed up because we assume that if we believe it, that it is then a mandate for God to perform it. We, we got to clear this up today. We, we, we believe that if we believe it, that God is suddenly obligated to do it. That, that if we believe it, that, that God has to make it come to pass. No, listen to what he said. All things are So if it's possible, that's not promise that it will. It's just setting you up for the possibility that it might. It's setting you up for the possibility that God can move in the midst of this mess. The possibility that God could turn this around even though nothing else. The possibility. What Jesus is doing is inviting our faith to explore the possibilities. He's inviting our faith to imagine what all could be, what all God could do in these situations. All things are possible, not promised, but possible. Not guaranteed, but possible. Which means that belief is saying to God, 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 
I'm giving you room for your plans and your purpose to be performed in my life, whatever they are. You got to give God room to be God. All things are possible. That, that, that means I, I'm at least going to set it up for God to do it. Now, now what he chooses to do is up to him, but, but I'm not going to give him a reason not to do it. I, oh. I'm going to open the door to the possibilities of God moving in this space, moving on my behalf, moving in this situation. I believe that it's possible, but I'm going to give you room to be God. It's, it's what those three Hebrew boys did. When, when, they said, when they said, our God whom we serve is well able to deliver us out of this fiery furnace. They said, and he will deliver us out of this fiery furnace. Watch this, he said, but if not, y'all missed it. See, see, because we so, we so ready to mandate that if I said it, he got to do it. No, no, strong belief says I'm going to give room for God to be God. If not, if he does not do what I believe he can do, if he does not do what I've asked him to do, if he does not do what I prayed for him to do, if he does not do, you got to give God room to be God. And believe anyhow. I still believe. <sighs> Strong belief is belief that accepts God's ability and God's sovereignty. Keep that up. Because we lean on God's ability and we resist God's sovereignty. Strong belief accepts both. God can do but I'm going to let God do what God does. I'm through when I tell you this. Number three, strong belief trusts God for the results. It trusts God for the results. Understand what this means. It doesn't mean, it does not mean, trusting God for the results does not mean that you don't have to do anything. Trusting God for the results, young people in school and college, does not mean that you just got to pray and you're going to get an A. Keep that up and you're going to be at home real soon. <laughs> Trusting God for the results does not mean you don't have to do your part. Trusting God for the results means that after you've done everything you can do, you know to do, you understand to do, that's in your power to do, that you have the resources to do. After you've done all of that,
I'm trusting God with the results. This man certainly had a family. Does not mention his wife, but it's pretty certain that at this time he had a wife. He has a family. He has a child who has been going through this since he was a child. Can you imagine the stress on the family? Not knowing when your child was going to go into convulsions. Not knowing when a new episode was going to happen. You're just hoping that when it comes it's not as bad as the last one. Here this father is, having dealt with this all of his son's life. Having gone wherever he could go, having asked whomever he could ask for help. And he's done everything he knows to do. Finally, he brings his son to Jesus. Out of options, I bring you to Jesus. Out of alternatives, I bring him to Jesus. Out of, out of everything I've tried to do and provide, I bring him to Jesus. And here's what I need you to know, folks. Because some of you would have said he should have started there. I'm just glad he got there. So, some of you would say, why didn't he start with the Lord? I don't know why he didn't start there, but I'm glad he got there. I'm glad he found his way there. And, and when he got to the Lord, I need to end on this. Jesus, y'all, is a finisher. You can trust him for the results. My brothers and sisters, this story does not end with the father. This story ends with the son. He said, bring the boy to me. He brings the son to him. And Jesus calls the demon out of the boy. The boy goes into convulsions before them. And the text says that when the demon left him, that the boy laid there, lifeless. He looked like he was dead. So much so, it's in the text, y'all, that the people who were watching said, the boy is dead. I need to tell somebody today there are some situations in life that people will look at and assume it's dead. They'll look at your story and assume it's dead. They'll look at where you're headed and see things not working out and declare it's dead. But I need some folk who will just say, I believe. I still believe. For Jesus took the boy by the hands and lifted him up and the boy began to walk. I still believe. See, some of y'all are waiting for me to make you shout. But if you read the story, that is the shout. Because this boy that looked dead 
got up and started walking. Walking in front of everybody. Do I have a witness here? And it's all because somebody had enough faith to just believe. I wonder if anybody here today that's decided in spite of it all, I still believe. In spite of what I'm going through, I still believe. In spite of the naysayers, I still believe. In spite of the statisticians, I still believe. In spite of what the doctor said, I still believe. Is there anybody in here who can testify today that because I believe, my faith looks up to the finisher and he is the finisher of my faith. He will complete that which he has started. He will perform that which he started. Say yes. Say yes. I still believe. I, 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 I would, I would, I would perhaps, I would perhaps be meeting, be missing a very obvious analogy if I didn't bring up Jackson State. Very, very obvious analogy. I know some of y'all been waiting on me. But let me, let me bring it up in a different way. I was, I was watching the game. I didn't make it to this one yesterday, so I watched it on TV. And, and during one of the segments there, there was the, the commentators were talking about Coach Prime and what makes him the hottest coach in college football these were the top five reasons that they said makes Coach Prime the hottest coach in college football number five says Jackson State Partnerships that he, that he brings people together. Number four, what did that say? Star power, megaphone, that he has a big megaphone. He, he, he knows how to market himself. He knows how to bring people to the table. But look at number three. The world has even picked up on the power of belief. And the world says that he is the hottest coach right now because he just believes that it's possible. I still believe. Listen, there's a lot that you're going to be confronted with in life generally speaking. There are going to be all kinds of issues that are going to confront you and press up against you and cause you to shrink away from your belief. I want to encourage you this morning. Don't shrink away from it. Press into it. Don't shrink away from it. Lean into it. 
The devil wants you to pull away from your belief. And you ought to say, no, the devil is a lie. I'm going to believe stronger than I've ever believed. I'm, I'm going to believe for greater things than I've ever believed. I'm going to believe. I'm not going to give reason to God. I'm not going to give God a reason not to perform. I'm going to give him a reason to open the door. I'm going to give him a reason to manifest this miracle. I'm going to give him a reason to say yes to this. And the reason I'm going to give him is by saying to you, Lord, I believe. I believe. You who have to go into surgery this week, you ought to go in there saying, I believe. You, you who have to make some decisions about where you're going to work, you ought to say, I believe. You, 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 you who, are, who are asking questions about how to raise your child and, and what the future has in store for your children, you ought to say this morning, I believe. I still believe. May the Lord bless you and keep you, make his face to shine upon you, be gracious unto you, give you his peace. If you're here this morning and you have not given your life to Christ, you have not, you've not established that base level belief where you say, Lord, I accept Jesus as my Savior. That's base level belief. Basic faith. If you have yet to do that, I want to invite you this morning. I want to invite you this morning to make Jesus Lord of your life. This Lord who's never given up on you. This, this Lord who's always making way for you. This Lord who's always opening doors for you and believing in you. I want to invite you, watch this, to believe in him. Here it is, y'all. God believes in you. Do you believe in God? If you're here this morning, let me pray with you and you pray this prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I give my life to you. Thank you for believing in me. And right now, I believe in you. Right now, I believe in you. I accept you, Lord, as my Lord and Savior. I accept you as my Father. Come into my life. Make me a new creature. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Come on, everybody, stand to your feet if you don't mind. Everybody, stand to your feet. If you prayed that prayer for the first time and you meant that prayer for the first time in your heart, we're celebrating right now with you. Come on, everybody, put your hands together. We're celebrating salvation with you. If you prayed that prayer, come right now. Meet us right here. Meet us right here right now. Let us celebrate the fact that salvation is yours and has been given to you right now. In the name of Jesus. Is there one who's given their life to Christ? You've given your life to Christ. You're ready to give your life to Christ. Wherever you are, whoever you are, come right now. I prayed the prayer. You can declare it right now. Jesus is Lord of my life. I declare it in front of everybody. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. I'm not ashamed of what the Lord did for me right now. Right now today. Hallelujah. If you've already given your life to Christ and you don't have a church home, you're looking for somewhere to celebrate Jesus, somewhere to grow in your faith, you need a place where you can have spiritual brothers and sisters who will walk with you, 
who will hold your hand in good times and bad times. We'd love to be that fellowship. We'd love to be that community. If you're looking for that and you don't have that, you come right now, wherever you are. The doors of the church are open. Come right now. God bless you. Come on, come on. God, come on, K-Chapel. Put your hands together. God bless you. Come on. Come on, somebody else. God bless you. You ready to make this your home? You ready to say yes to K-Chapel? Come on. Come on right now. I still believe. I still believe. Hallelujah. I believe you are wonderful. You've never given up. You've never given up on me. You've never given up. You've never given up on me. Come on, come on, come on. God bless you. Come on. If you're in need of prayer, if you need of prayer, ministers, won't you join us down here? I still believe. If you're in need of prayer this morning, you come. You come. Prayer for what's going on in your life. Prayer for what's going on in someone's life that you love. If you're here this morning, you come right now. Come, let us pray with you. Let us join you. I still believe. I still believe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Through it all, I still believe. I believe. I believe. You are wonderful. Hallelujah. comfort now, console now, and build up confidence now. In the name of Jesus, we still believe that you're God. We still believe that you're still good. We still believe that you have all power. We still believe that you are all sovereign. And so God, we're giving you room to be God right now. Have your way in our lives. Have your way in this situation. Have your way. Do what you will. But God, we believe all things are possible. We believe right now that it's possible for you to turn this around. It's possible for you to make this right. It's possible for you to make this whole. It's possible for you to heal. It's possible for you, oh God, in Jesus' name. And God, we give you room now to do what you want, do what you will in Jesus' name. Have your way now, God. Have your way now, God. We bless your name. We thank you, God. We declare it and believe it. And we walk in it now. And we're going to just see what you want to do. We speak it. We declare it, we believe it, and we walk in it. And now we're just going to see what you do. We rest. We rest in you. We rest in your power. We rest in your might. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's a testimony we want to receive quickly. You may be seated. I'm sorry. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Pastor. Yes, sir. You preach on belief. Yes, sir. I come today as a witness mm. of belief. Mm. For those who don't know me, yeah. some do know me. For those who don't know me, I stop by and want to encourage you. No matter what you're going through, you'll get through it. I have terminal cancer. There's no cure. It's been right at three years since I've been down here last. And thank God, I went rolled down. <laughs> I walked on my own. But cancer attacked my body nine times. One in my colon, two in my liver, five in my lungs, one in my chest. Right now, it's in both sides of my lungs and in my chest. But God still get the glory. Because if you ever want to see a miracle, look at me. Yeah. I told Pastor that I'm yeah. not naive about the fact that I have cancer, but I'm not sick. I'm just going through a situation. <laughs> yeah. And I get through yeah. it. Going through it. I told Pastor eight years ago, when I came and anointed my head with oil and prayed over me, I said, Pastor, you don't have to pray for healing for me. Pray that my soul have a resting place to go to. Mm. Because he said by his strength we're already healed. I can't ask for what I already got if I believe it. <laughs> it's your soul need healing. Not your body. You didn't come here to stay. But if you don't prepare for nowhere to go, you'll have nowhere to go. So I didn't prepare. Hallelujah. But I just want to encourage somebody. Hold the mic up. Hold it up. Hold it up. Hold the mic up. I just want to encourage somebody who's going through something. Just keep, keep believing. Keep believing. Again and again. God said he'll be with us until the end. Amen. But you know what I told God that? I went further than that. I said, Lord, I need you more in my ending for my next beginning. So I know if you're here with me now, I petition to you before the throne of grace before I go elsewhere that you will be with me there. That's all I want to say. Just pastors, keep doing what you're doing, love Bless what you're you. doing, and uh, just y'all stay encouraged. Yeah. And I'm a living witness. If you ever want to see a testimony or witness, don't take a gunshot or no stab or no bad car accident. Just everyday life, everyday living. A situation that you're going to go through. But if you keep believing and keep trusting God, he'll see you through it. Get God all the glory. Anybody still believe? Anybody still believe? Anybody still believe? Hallelujah. I still, I still, I still believe. I still believe. Through it all, through it all. Through it all, I still, I still. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, he still performs miracles. He still performs miracles. Hallelujah. You are wonderful. You've never given up. You've never given up on me. Hallelujah. Come on and stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Come on, let's celebrate that this morning. I still believe. I still believe. Thank you, O oh God, for being God. 
through the hurt, you're still God. In the pain, you're still God. Through lost disappointment and dark days, you're still God. And we still believe. Now may the grace of God and the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with each of you now, henceforth, and forevermore. In the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen and amen. God bless you. Go in peace.